0: And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Welcome back, everybody, to Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. You can also follow us on YouTube. Got some great video content. Our YouTube handle is at L.A. Rams Up. You can follow us on Instagram as well. I'm your host, Mark. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Mark from Rams Up here. Episode 158. Sneaking up on our two-year anniversary, by the way. And we got a lot to talk about this episode, actually. We have a segment dedicated to the Rams, 17 unrestricted free agents. We're going to rack and stack them. Who are the players we might have to let walk? And it's pretty timely because the NFL did just announce an increase in the salary cap. Helps the Rams out. Well, helps out everybody, right? But the Rams still find themselves $15 million in the red as far as the salary cap is concerned. So as Les Snead said, some tough decisions coming up. Might be time to pay the piper. Definitely some tough decisions to be made. So we'll get into that in a minute. I also have a short segment on the senior bowl. I identified some players that I think should be on the Rams' watch list. Rams love those senior bowl players, that's for sure. Get through some other NFL news. The Chargers hire Kellen Moore as their new offensive coordinator. He held that position with the Cowboys. The Texans hired D'Amico Bryant. He was the 49ers defensive coordinator The 49er defense has had a really strong run, first led by Robert Sala and then Ryans. Sala moved on to the Jets, now Ryans moves on to the Texans. Maybe Ryans will take along some 49er players, some guys from that defense perhaps. That defense is so good, they're going to continue being a dynamite defense regardless of who the DC is. But the two names I hear are Steve Wilkes, the Panthers' interim coach, and the Titans' defensive passing game coordinator, Chris Harris. And, of course, Sean Payton taking over for the Broncos. The Saints will receive the Broncos' 2023 first-round pick and a 2024 second-round pick. The Saints will get the Broncos' 2024 third-round selection. I think Sean Payton is one of the best coaches in the history of the National Football League. I have a lot of respect for him. I'm not sold on this pairing with Russell Wilson. That could be a little odd, in my opinion, We'll have to just sit back and watch and see how this plays out. Back to the 49ers for a second. I saw an interview with Trent Williams, their great left tackle. Some say the best player in the league, period. Top three, probably. I'd put him up there with Aaron Donald, Micah Parsons, probably. He sounded like he might want to retire. He's 34 years old. It was a long, hard season and didn't end the way he wanted. I think he's coming back, but... That would be a big loss for the 49ers if he moved on because remember because remember, their right tackle is an unrestricted free agent. So I have to keep an eye on that. And of course, Tom Brady has retired again, this time for good, this time for sure. And that led me to some thoughts about the NFC and where the NFC stands, especially with regards to the quarterbacks in the NFC. It is pretty dismal especially when compared to the AFC. The AFC has guys like Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers could jump over to the Jets, Tua, Lamar Jackson, he'll probably get franchise tagged by the Ravens, Deshaun Watson still on the road back, Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence. There are some darn good quarterbacks in the AFC. Now let's take a look at the NFC. Who do you got? Who's the top quarterback in the NFC? I guess we'll go with Jalen Hurts. Who else you got? You get my point? <laughs> it's pretty slim pickings. I mean, there's some good quarterbacks. There aren't many great quarterbacks. I might put Matthew Stafford as the number two guy. Who else? You got Justin Fields. He's coming on, but that team is still a few years away. The Packers, if Rodgers moves on, Jordan Love? The Lions and the Vikings, Jared Goff and Kirk Cousins, respectively, I think they're both good quarterbacks, but they don't have that it factor. Probably in that third tier, the Commanders are probably going to roll with Sam Howell. The Cowboys Cowboys fans sound like they're done with Dak Prescott, another guy that's good, but seems to kind of fold in those key moments. Daniel Jones, you gotta love the way he played this year, but is he a top-tier quarterback? Geno Smith, he had one very good year. Not completely sold on him yet. Hasn't won a playoff game in his career, right? Kyler Murray, the Cardinals have the third pick in the draft and a new coach. What are they going to do with Kyler Murray? You know how I feel about him by now. Exciting, dynamic, highlight reels all day long. But in the end, what do the Cardinals have to show for it? And they've had some good rosters, too. Just cannot get it done. Can't close the deal. I don't know. I wouldn't put Kyler Murray in Matthew Stafford's class. The 49ers, Trey Lance and Brock Purdy, I guess. The Panthers, I don't even know. The Bucks, I have no clue. The Falcons, Desmond Ritter will come back as their starter, I suppose. The Saints, is it Winston? Now, Derek Carr and Jimmy G are out there. They could end up on one of these teams, but neither of them really excite me that much. And then the two incoming draft picks that'll go really high, C.J. Stroud and Bryce Young, one of them's going to end up on the Texans in the AFC. And the other one, I don't know, would the Bears draft him? Probably not. He could slip to one of these other teams later in the draft, but still they'd be rookies. We don't know if they're really going to pan out in the NFL point I'm making I don't really need to make this point it's pretty obvious the NFC is pretty wide open I mean the 49ers have that great defense and a lot of big playmakers on offense but big questions at quarterback again the Cowboys a great defense a couple of good skill players Dak Prescott folding in the playoffs Jalen Hurts and the Eagles I get that they'll be good after that, who do you have? Who do you have? The Rams and Matthew Stafford. That's who you have. That would, be, that would be the one team that's kind of looking at this scenario and going, you know what? We could do this. And Vegas kind of agrees. A lot of people saying the Rams are in rebuild mode. I suggest you go look at the odds for next year's Super Bowl. I've seen the Rams in that 12, 13, 14 range. Uh, that's not where you want to be. It's certainly not a favorite, but it's not an indication that Vegas thinks the Rams are in rebuild mode, not with Jalen Ramsey, Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, and 10 draft picks. The Rams will be okay, and this quarterback situation in the NFC makes me feel even better about the Rams' chances of getting to the 2024 playoffs, and after that, who knows? Hey, and you serious Ram fans, make sure you check out our YouTube channel. We are posting our Rams Super Bowl quiz questions, one a day. It's lots of fun. We'll be back in a minute and we'll talk about those 17 unrestricted free agents. The stage is set and we're counting down to the battle in Arizona. And there's no better place to get ready for NFL action than DraftKings Sportsbook. The official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 57. I'm telling you, I'm taking the Eagles to cover. I don't care what the spread is. Eagles are going to thrash the Chiefs. That's my prediction. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. Well, it's basically the Rams offseason, right? And we're going to do what Les Snead is probably doing right now. Racking and stacking these 17 unrestricted free agents. 17. Guys that could be walking and the Rams. $15 million over the cap. They have some tough decisions to make. So this is my approach to racking and stacking these players. I took two things into consideration. One, what does the player's position group look like? If they walk, do we have the people on this roster, the players that can step in and fill that role adequately? Or are we in deep trouble if they leave? And the second thing... I have to consider is affordability. 15 million dollars over the cap. You can't just sign everybody. It's not how it works. You have some tough decisions to make. You can sign some backup offensive linemen pretty easily maybe. Some of these other guys are going to be in high demand and are going to get paid and are probably going to get paid by someone other than the Rams. So the first thing I did was I identified four guys that I think the Rams really don't need to focus on at all. Uh, at least I wouldn't care if they didn't. Riley Dixon, the punter, he had an okay year. It was actually pretty mediocre, to be honest. I think the Rams could find a street-free agent, an undrafted guy coming out of college, and probably be just as good as Riley Dixon. If Dixon was to come back at a discount, a little bit less than he made this past year, perhaps, then yeah, sure, bring him back. But Raleigh Dixon doesn't really excite me. Malcolm Brown, a player that, if you listen to this podcast, you know I've always liked him. I like him in short yardage situations. I like him in pass protection. But hey, he's going to be our third string running back at best. Again, I think we can find guys late in the draft or undrafted rookies that can come in and fill that role. And David Edwards. He was a pretty decent left guard, but these concussions really concern me. I have a feeling he may be retiring. If he does come back, you got to be concerned about his health, and you have to be concerned about his availability. So maybe it's time for David Edwards to move on. Uh, Sounds a little bit selfish, but hey, it's in his best interest perhaps too, looking out for him as well as the Rams. And another guy that I've kind of soured on a little bit and... Our guest Paul Walia was a big Brandon Powell booster back in the day. Both of us, not so much anymore. Brandon Powell wants to be a wide receiver. And with Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup out, he still didn't get targets, didn't get a lot of snaps on offense. He wants to play wide receiver. It's probably going to have to be somewhere else, especially with Tutu Atwell showing signs of life. And As far as returning punts, his ball security is excellent, but never really made anything happen. I always felt like he was this close, this close to breaking big ones, and he did occasionally have a big return. But this year, I don't know, a little bit disappointing in the punt return game, to be honest with you. 17 unrestricted free agents. I talked about four already. Next up, number 13, David Long. And he was a little bit disappointing when he... Was on the field and then he got hurt. Our cornerback room's a little thin. We'll talk about that more as we move along here, but I don't think there's any reason for urgency bringing David Long back. He didn't really add much to this secondary this year. Kobe Durant, Darion Kendrick, Robert Rochelle, Jalen Ramsey coming back, and we're going to draft a cornerback. We have to. I think it's time for David Long to move along. Next up, number 12, Matt Skura on the offensive line. I am not as concerned about our offensive line as others, and we'll talk about that a little bit more as we move along here. Skura would probably be the 9th, 10th, 11th offensive lineman on this roster. I don't think we need to be concerned about bringing him back either. Number 11, probably the best player on this list, Ashawn Robinson. Just a beast against the run. But the problem is he's going to get paid. It's probably going to cost upwards of $10 million a year to keep him on this roster. And I just don't think the Rams can do it. They might be able to if they restructured a contract or two. But, you know, you can have A'shaun Robinson or you can have four or five of these other guys we're talking about. That's what it comes down to and we're going to talk about Greg Gaines a little bit later, but between Robinson and Gaines being free agents, what do you have after that? You have Aaron Donald, Marquise Copeland, Jonah Williams, Bobby Brown. If that's what we bring back and maybe a draft choice, defensive line will probably be okay. We don't know what Bobby Brown has really. I mean, he looked pretty good at the end of the year, but we're not completely sold on him yet, right? We can't be. But with Aaron Donald... Surrounded by two or three guys, defensive line's probably going to be okay, but it's not going to be really good without bringing back gains or Robinson. I just think Robinson's going to be the more expensive of the two. Next up, number 10, Taylor Rapp. And let's talk about nine and 10 together Nick Scott and Taylor Rapp. Both of these guys are probably going to get some offers in free agency. Taylor Rapp may actually get offered more. I know a lot of Ram fans are unhappy with his tackling ability, taking bad angles, losing coverage occasionally. But he's a fierce competitor, and there are going to be some teams that want to bring him into the fold. And same with Nick Scott. Nick Scott, a team leader. Love the way he plays too. But the Rams have a history here of drafting safeties. A little bit later in the draft, Jordan Fuller in the sixth round. Nick Scott in the seventh, Quentin Lake, a mid-round draft pick, Russ East, a seventh-round draft pick. They're going to let Nick Scott and Taylor Rapp walk, is what my guess is. They'll get comp picks for both of them, and they'll use those comp picks to draft a couple more safeties. That's kind of what the Rams do. It may not play out exactly like that, but you get the idea. It's not so much that I don't want Scott or Rapp to come back to the Rams, I just think the Rams are going to let them walk. And that's kind of how our guest Tom Quartz felt too. Tom sees the Rams letting these guys walk and just getting the comp picks in return. Number eight on the list, cornerback Grant Haley. It talked about our thin cornerback room and Haley is a guy you can get at a very affordable price and he can play. He performed pretty well when he got his chances. If he's your fifth cornerback, I'd be okay with that. Get him at a good price. Number seven, you probably didn't see this one coming, but our long snapper, Matt Orzek. And the way I look at our long snappers is this. In the business world, people like to say, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. And that's actually quite wrong. You always have to be trying to improve at everything you do to stay ahead of the competition. The exception to that, I would argue, is long snapper. If your long snapper is getting it done, if it ain't broken, don't fix it. I'd be extremely happy if we could bring Orzek back. Check that box. We have our long snapper. We know he's pretty good. End of story. Number six. How about Baker Mayfield? Did what happened to the Rams this year and the 49ers in the playoffs show you how valuable a capable backup is? And this is the thing about Mayfield. I don't think he proved that he can be the face of a franchise and lead another team to the playoffs and be their guy, their, their quarterback of the future. He did prove that he's a guy that can come off the bench and win a game or two for you. He's a competitor. He's got quite the arm. He extends plays. I became a big Baker Mayfield fan, and I've never been a big fan of our two backups that we've had. Thought the Rams should have drafted a quarterback last year. So if we can convince Baker Mayfield that he has a future with this Rams team as a backup, and something happens to Matthew Stafford, this team's ready to make a playoff run. It really is. We'd love to have Baker Mayfield standing behind Matthew Stafford just in case. Number four and number five, I'm going to talk about these two guys together, Ode Abushi and Tai Niseki. Abushi a guard, Niseki a tackle. We learned both of these guys can play. They're not gonna be pro bowlers by any stretch of the imagination, but they prove they can play in the National Football League. What I'd like to see the Rams do is make a run at both of these guys, bring them back as backups. Maybe one of them could earn a starting job. I don't know who our left tackle is going to be, to be honest with you. Eric Jackson, Joseph Noteboom, or is it Naseki? I don't know. We got to figure that out. But regardless, bringing both of these guys back, not going to be real costly. We saw what happened last year. Let's keep these two guys in the fold just in case. And number three, Greg Gaines. I already talked about Aishon Robinson. Robinson's the better player, especially against the run. Gaines more of a versatile defensive lineman, can get to the quarterback a little bit. The reason I put Gaines ahead of Robinson is really two reasons. One, he's going to be more affordable. And number two, he's going to be more available. Aishon has missed a lot of games in his short time with the Rams. Gaines pretty reliable. If we can make a run at Greg Gaines and bring him back at the right price, but the Rams are going to have to get some restructuring done to make that happen. Number two on my list, Matt Gay, has proven himself to be one of the better kickers in the league. And he's not going to cost a fortune. Top kickers in the league are making about $5 million. That's about where the franchise tag is. If we can bring back Matt Gay a little bit less than that. What I don't want to see the Rams do is get this offensive line fixed. Bring back a bunch of guys healthy. The defense continues to play Really well. The offense gets back in their groove. And we have some rookie from a random school kicking field goals that are hitting the left and right uprights and falling short from 48 yards. Can't let that happen. Greg Zerline was a great kicker. Matt Gay's pretty darn good in between that. Remember those days. We'll call it the Sam Sloman era. We can't go back to that. Let's bring Matt Gay back. And number one, Troy Hill. I think Troy. Wants to be here. I think he loves playing in this defense. He's versatile. He's talented. He can play inside. He can play outside. He's a great tackler. If you watch closely, Troy Hill makes a lot of plays for this defense. And this cornerback room needs some help. Jalen Ramsey on one side. Is Kobe Durant playing opposite him? Probably not. Probably going to play in the slot. We need to bring Troy Hill back and we need to draft a cornerback as well. But definitely need to bring Troy Hill back, and he's my number one guy I'd like to see brought back. That's my rack and stack of the 17 Rams unrestricted free agents. The two guys at the top of my list, Troy Hill and Matt Gay, those would be my two big ones. Also like to see a couple of those backup offensive linemen come back, uh, Abushi and Niseki, and throw in Greg Gaines and Baker Mayfield and Matt Orzek. I'd be happy. Senior Bowl, just around the corner this Saturday, February 4th, as a matter of fact. And the Rams love to draft players that step up and shine in the Senior Bowl and in the Senior Bowl practices. And I've run a bunch of mock drafts and a bunch of guys keep on popping up and a handful of them will be playing in the Senior Bowl. So I'm going to give you my Senior Bowl watch list. I'll send this off to Les to make sure he takes a look as well. I think he might be blocking me at this point, but I'm going to send it anyways. On the national team, KJ Henry, the edge rusher out of Clemson. He's a guy that could be there in the third round. 6'4", 255, talented athletic, 3'4", outside linebacker, edge rusher. He's just outside the top 100 players. He's a guy the Rams will take a hard look at, I think. Comes from one of the top programs in the country, and the Rams need help at edge. Also on the national team, Kiana Benton, the defensive lineman out of Wisconsin, 6'4", 3'15". He's an interior space eater. Powerful. Not really a pass rusher, though. But if you need someone to clog up the middle, Kiana Benton's your guy. Another edge rusher on the national team, Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame he's probably not going to be there when the Rams draft if he slipped into the second round you jump all over that still worth taking a look might be helpful to compare him to Henry a guy that will be available to the Rams Foskey will almost for sure go in the first round but if he slips to the late first round Rams could consider moving up and drafting him perhaps 65 265 Last year, 12.5 tackles for a loss, 11 sacks, and 6 forced fumbles, so this guy produces. Foskey, by the way, is out of Concord De La Salle, the Northern California high school powerhouse. For those of you who think the Rams should draft an offensive lineman, take a look at Break Freeland out of BYU. He should be there in the second round when the Rams pick Could go a little earlier, but very possibly available to the Rams with the 36th pick. 6'8", 305, very athletic. He's a guy that you'd call a low-risk pick, high floor, low ceiling. He's definitely a future NFL starter. Another offensive tackle on that national team, Jalen Duncan out of Maryland. If he's there in the second round, I think the Rams should pass a little too early. But if he's there in the third, maybe 6'6", six, six, 320. Draft tech has him as the 84th ranked player. Very athletic. He can play all four positions along that offensive line except for center. May need some technique work. But he's another guy that has a bright future in the NFL I'm not advocating drafting an offensive tackle in the second or third round, but if that's where you're leaning, take a look at Duncan and Freeland. On the American team, cornerback Tyreek Stevenson out of Miami. He could be there in the third round. Six feet, 214, top 100 player. This guy really has it all. Big time, height, weight, speed athlete, uncoachable physical length. Aggressive and has an attitude, a physical tackler. One of those guys you want on your team and you hate playing against. And he's a guy that I've mocked to the Rams a couple of times. Stevenson out of Miami. Another defensive back, Anthony Johnson out of Virginia, 6'2", 205. He has a similar ranking as Stevenson. I think the Rams are going to go cornerback with one of those first two picks. Stevenson and Johnson, two guys to watch Johnson, a little bit taller and leaner, 6'2", 205. Again, a top 100 player as well. If you're looking at interior offensive line, Osiris Torrance out of Florida. He's on that American team as well. A big boy, 6'5", 347. I've seen Torrance with a run blocking grade as high as 100. So he's a beast in the run game for sure. Has some limitations pass blocking though. He could be there when the Rams pick in the second round. My advice, tape the Senior Bowl between now and the draft. Take a look at it. Watch some of these guys. And hey, there's probably a bunch of other guys the Rams are interested in as well. Pretty good chance the Rams are going to draft a player or two from these Senior Bowl rosters. Recent draft picks from this game for the Rams, Ben Skowronik, Robert Rochelle, Terrell Burgess, Bryson Hopkins... Terrell Lewis, Tremaine Jackson, and Van Jefferson. And Alaric Jackson also played in that game. The Rams signed him as an undrafted free agent. Not a lot of success stories there, unfortunately. Some stories remain to be written. But still, no doubt, the Rams like senior bowl players. That's going to do it for this episode Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. Visit our website at ramsup.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there. Music courtesy of the YouTube Audio Library. Tracks featuring Bar Crawl by Track Tribe. Buckeye Banzai by Vans in Japan. And crimson fly by Hamama.